Are you planning to grow reindeer or something? How the heck are you supposed to train here? We're talking Rocky Four. Hit it. was 1985. Coke was the first soft drink to be consumed in space. Aretha Franklin's voice was legally declared as one of Michigan's natural resources. Chris Van Allsburg wrote the Polar Express and Rocky Balboa ended the Cold War with boxing. Sort of. I'm your host, Jerry D, with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now, joining me are not one, not two, but three totally rad Christmas all-stars. You'll know my first guest from the Christmas Sessions podcast. It's CJ Belanger. Sorry if that's terrible. CJ, how's it going? <laughs> it gets better every time. It is <laughs> CJ Belanger. Very close. <laughs> One of these days, I'm going to get it perfect. I don't know when, but eventually. <laughs> it's cool. I called you Jerry De Silva for like a solid <laughs> That's <second>. true. <laughs> I'm happy to be here, even though we had some people that bowed out, and uh, we have some surprise guests here, Jer. We do, yeah. So making a uh, <laughs> a surprise visit here uh, from the magic of the season, it's Ashley Dunbar. Ashley, what's happening? Oh, you know, just popping on here for a, a quick session with you guys tonight. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Glad to have you. It's always a blast. <laughs> but rounding out the cast and crew here, we have from Tis the Podcast, the amazing Anthony Caruso. Anthony, what's happening, brother? You know, always glad to be here with you. Love CJ, love Ashley. We're going to take home the uh, total, the ratty for best ensemble next year for this episode. <laughs> All right. Looking forward to it. Yeah, he needs to create that. a category just for this one. Like <laughs> best last minute ensemble. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> the raddest, yeah. <laughs> raddest guest you can always count on to hop on last minute. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or something. <laughs> uh, so we're here to talk Rocky, but before we do that, I got an, a new segment called Hit Me With The Toaster, where I want you guys to hit me with the first thought you can think of to answer these questions. We already kind of know you from some of the others uh, that I've done in the past. So here's some new ones. What is your favorite Christmas food? Who are we starting with? We'll do uh, Anthony, Ashley, CJ. Okay. <laughs> do desserts count yes so it's, it's uh, sugar cookies sugar sugar cookies nice um my favorite like christmas dinner is probably turnip i love turnip that's turnip. turnip yep interesting all right yep. cj oh i gotta go okay for like not like desserts but cookies i love gingerbread and um classic as far as food i'm sorry man i i gotta go classic turkey with some gravy gotta do it good stuff i oh I i'll throw my i'll throw my food out there stuffed artichoke 
Okay. Really? That's so random. <laughs> and so turn up isn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. Yeah, I guess. Enjoy your gas when you're in bed. <laughs> I don't think that causes gas, but sure. Hey, I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, we're we're all in our 30s and 40s now. Well, I guess I'm the only one in my 40s. You're all in your 30s now. You know. Yeah. Uh, okay. What is your favorite your favorite Christmas special? Oh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh no, no, a Charlie Brown Christmas. Ooh, good one. Yeah, mine's probably Rudolph. Yeah, I got to go Rudolph too. I, I and I always wait to watch it on TV because it just is that much more special. It uh, hits it's different, of, right? It's just it's yeah, because then there's yeah. the it's the, there's the commercials, right? And look, we always used to like watch the community it experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Like it's. I find they show it so much earlier this year. Like this past year was in November. It was in November. Like when, yeah, it was yeah. odd. I like when it was a week before Christmas. It felt super special. I agree. Yeah. All right. Your uh, Freeform still shows it Christmas Eve. Just saying. We don't have Freeform. Just yeah. Saying. Listen. Uh. Get out of here with your peacock too. We still have The Office on <laughs> Netflix. Oh, wow. That's cool. What's your favorite Christmas tradition? Uh, Christmas Eve with mom's side of the family. It's, it was always big, big Italian, you know, get together. So that's nice. It. Ashley. Yeah. Christmas Eve with my family. I'm going to go with the classic, just decorating the Christmas tree. It's a good one. Very fun. And finally, your favorite version, live action or animated of Santa. You know, I, it's not my favorite Santa movie, but when I think of Santa, I think of David Huddleston from Santa Claus, the movie. It's a good one. Just because it's my favorite movie but tim allen oh, she took my answer again i was gonna say tim <laughs> allen but we'll also say um i've always been a huge fan of miracle on 34th street but 1994 version and his name's escaping me i know anthony richard richard attenborough richard attenborough yeah the beard wasn't fierce at all but he just yeah. had the he had that uh santa je ne sais quoi <laughs> <laughs> Right on. So now our listeners know you guys a little bit more. So that's awesome. But let's talk Rocky. Let's talk about uh, one guy stopping the Cold War by boxing another guy. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys remember about Rocky IV in, in particular, but the Rocky franchise in general? I'll start. Um, I remember as a kid, I was first introduced to it uh, probably early 90s by my stepdad. Um, I'm sure I'd seen it on TV at some point, but he made it a point for us to rent them all and watch them. So... That has a special place in my heart, I guess. But um, specifically for Rocky IV, it's my favorite Rocky. Um, the whole entire film is a montage, basically, of pump-up <laughs> music. It has one of the best soundtracks of any movie ever, not even 80s movie, in my, in my opinion. Um, but it's always been my favorite. If it was ever on TV on a Saturday afternoon, I would watch it. Um, it's just a great story. Like, 
you know, Apollo Creed dies, his friend dies, and then he mm. comes back and he avenges him. But before he avenges him, he has all these fears of him dying. He doesn't think he can do it. His wife doesn't think he can do it. Everybody's like, <laughs> even his kid doesn't think he can do it. So yeah. <laughs> it's the ultimate Rocky story. And in true Rocky fashion, they kind of uh, threw curveballs at us. You never knew if Rocky was actually going to win. You hoped he did, but he did lose a couple times. So mm-hmm. more than a couple times near the end. So. Um, yeah, that's my history with it. And this is by far my favorite Rocky for sure. Right on. I'll jump in here. Cause mine is kind of similar to CJ's. I was introduced to this franchise via my father who rented them all and made me watch them. Uh, not my favorite eighties franchise, uh, but my favorite Sylvester Stallone franchise. What's your favorite franchise? Sorry. <laughs> for the eighties. Yeah. Terminator aliens Terminator one of them better than Rocky <laughs> all right okay we'll we'll move on uh, <laughs> I I do disagree with uh CJ here though this is not my favorite Rocky at all the uh, first two I like the best but uh yeah okay now I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll take that as long as you don't say five <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's entertaining enough one like, is I obviously get, I get joy out of it. So one is obviously the best, obviously, but I'm just talking about for the story. I just I'd love the I love him avenging. Five mm-hmm. is rough. five is just a total turd. Yeah. It's a turd. Like I don't even understand it. I watched it when I was a kid and I'm like, this sucks. Like even as a kid. So. <laughs> Me too. I remember watching like, thinking like who is what this jabroni? Why are they <laughs> fighting in the street? Like, what's Touch going me on? and I'll sue. Yeah. <laughs> so like sue oh me for God. what? <laughs> do we all are we all in agreement though rocky over rambo oh yeah big time you want me to yeah, admit yeah. something i've never watched an entire rambo film the first what? one's really good i like the first the first one. one's really good yeah yeah I'm, i was never into that like machismo macho like that's like americana well that's um that's like it really took over in the second one the first yeah. one is all about a cop like thinking he's a vagrant and bad news, and they literally just kind of take him to jail for vagrancy, and they start like beating him up, and be- he has like PTSD of his time in prison camp, and so yeah. he just like escapes, and so it's not really like the whole machine gun. That's like part two, just blew it out of the water with ridiculous. I I, t- I take it back. Die Hard was my favorite '80s franchise, oh, and <laughs> you you reminded me of it because that's another one. He started out as a cop, and then they just up the machismo. <laughs> not not, yeah. not a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were <laughs> Even Bruce Willis said yeah. it's not a Christmas movie. Yeah, he did. All right, uh, Ashley, what about you? <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll skip on to... she's just along for the ride tonight listen okay <laughs> i do i do remember um it's not as much as you guys do and i mostly remember it because my brothers watched it and i had to watch it um <laughs> but i definitely remember that the soundtrack was was the most exciting thing for me so yeah the soundtrack is really good it, it is mm-hmm. funny thing is a lot of critics didn't like it at the time um, really but it's like a fan favorite it's one of the ones that, yeah and i think part of it is because they included some of the songs that the the composer vince uh decola did and bill conti was the one that had done like the previous rockies and he's like i mean he's like the guy you know but this guy stepped in and and did this one and it's just the score is not as good 
even though he would go on to do Transformers the movie later, you know, the following year. But like, it's just that part's not as good. But the songs are like just killer songs. I mean, you got No Easy Way Out. There's no easy way out. There's no shortcut home. There's no easy way out. Giving in can't be wrong. Hearts on fire. Living, living in America. You living yeah. in America, James. Oh yeah, we'll, I want you. Oh yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> but like, it's just, it's just a banging soundtrack, man. And so, uh, but I'm kind of the same way as you guys. I remember my dad watching them, so I watched them, and then they were always on TBS, you know. And so, or uh, or ABC or NBC, one of those. And so then I would always watch them there. And it's just one of those where I grew to love the Rocky films, and. I mean, it's really an underdog story, you know? So there's something about an underdog story that just really pumps you up and really gets you going. It's just like, you want this guy to win. You want, All the odds are against him. It's like, come on, just do something. And he goes the distance and you're like, wow. And then like you said, with this particular film, CJ, I mean, it really is like, it, it is a vengeance tale, but at the same time, like as they're going at it in the ring, he starts to realize that there's more to it than just vengeance and politics and hey, we're all people. And so it's like, wow, this it's cool. So I, I really it's, do dig this one as well. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's obviously I think Rocky is the best underdog story told in film. Um maybe something else might be escaping me, but looking at Rocky yeah, where he began. Rudy, if, if you're watching Rudy. it from the beginning, <laughs> Rudy. Um, <laughs> no, but if you, look at it, if you look at it from the beginning and if you look at Rocky, he, it was from humble beginnings. Really? He yeah. was, he was poor. He basically almost lived on the street and then, you know, everybody saw his apartment and Adrian didn't even want to go in there at the time. And you look from where he came from to where he got, and then, you know, he stumbles again in the future, but it is an underdog story. He came from nothing mm-hmm. in Philly. And then he worked his way up and became champion of the world when nobody thought he could. When everybody basically, it was a joke. Rocky going against Apollo Creed was supposed to be a publicity stunt. Right. Well, turns out, I mean, Rocky did lose the first one, but, you know, he came back. And I always love that ending when he's like, yeah, there's there's not going to be a rematch or whatever. And then they're in the wheelchairs at the end or whatever. He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll rematch him or something. <laughs> well, I think I think Apollo feels slighted after that. You know, like he's he's had time to stew, and he's like, you know what, I can beat this guy. I there, uh, I shouldn't have even let it get this far. No, because he knows that he brought the fight to him. Like the underdog brought the fight to him to his total right. limit. And if you want to get a guy angry, check his ego. So when you don't beat him and he comes that <laughs> close and you're supposed to be the best in the world. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's your right. ego. It's like, getting, it's like getting beaten up in front of your girlfriend. Nobody wants that to happen. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> if that happens, you might as well just call it a day. You're done. <laughs> How great is the Creed continuation too? Like you don't need like for new fans, you don't need the Rocky 
backstory, but for longtime fans of the franchise like us, like to see Rocky come back and train Apollo Creed's son, like it's just it's the only uh, time I know that Rocky Ford needed Apollo Creed's death. It's but the Creeds make me wish so bad that he didn't die because I think he could add so mm. much to it. But well, Creed and, is and built I, off of and, and I think Sylvester Stallone has even said that he regretted killing Apollo. Yeah, you could have did something where he so much. Yeah, you could have did something where he really harmed him or put him in a coma or something. Yeah, he, he said know. he wished he had just uh, like like put confined him to a wheelchair after that. Yeah, because he would have been really he would have been awesome in the new creeds for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it would have been awesome to see uh, both of, like Rocky physically training him with his dad in a wheelchair, like doing the mental training with him, like to get the two of them together. That would have been awesome. That'd actually be hilarious. <laughs> He's just sitting there pounding the bag and his dad just like, come on, do it. And he's just wheeling around in his wheelchair. Like, I don't know. There's something comedic in that to me. Sorry for anybody who's out there in a wheelchair. I'm I'll I'll be in one soon. So I mean, did they did they literally do that in the first creed where Rocky has a heart attack? He's at the hospital oh, while Rocky's yeah, just is. training while Rocky's yeah. just yeah. sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you guys okay? So <laughs> before we really focus on four, we know five is terrible. We liked the others. What about um Rocky Balboa? Did y'all like that one when he came back and fought that young the young guy? I actually did. Who was that? Antonio Tarver, I think it was, who we fought remember. like in the actual movie. Um, I really liked it. It was like a good return of Rocky and from humble beginnings and now is a humble man and he's just a italian restaurant owner yeah <laughs> i liked that part of it i was like got, that seems that seems right <laughs> oh for sure Look, because a lot of the boxers that make money do fall on right. hard times whether it be their spending patterns which rocky notoriously didn't spend well <laughs> But uh yeah looking like, at you ladies robot <laughs> <laughs> and, and Robert Robert De Niro watched that movie and was like yeah. I played a boxer in a film so I'm gonna open a real Italian restaurant just like <laughs> oh, yeah what was he in? Oh Raging Bull yeah. Raging Bull yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um um I liked uh I like Balbo is fine but if I was gonna rank the series it'd be one two four three Balboa five I think that's close to mine. I think mine would be, oof, man, it's really cuffed between one and four. Mine would be four, one, two, and if we're at counting, are we counting all the creeds? No, or just no, we'll just do creeds. Rockies. Yeah, yeah, I would definitely. Then I would do four, one, two, Balboa, five, and then oh, and no, sorry, hold on. Uh, yeah you forgot three yeah okay yeah i forgot three so i would go four and then i would go one two three balboa and then and then five, yeah right yeah. yeah what about you jerry you were just saying yours and i cut you off my, no no my it's because i had to stop and think about it um it's really close i i don't know if i like four or one better so for me it would either be one four two three balboa five or Four one two three Balboa five. Yeah, gosh, gotcha. we're we're almost in the same boat. Yeah, we're you, all Ash? pretty close. I think. Yeah, <laughs> she's wait. She's like, I don't know. Just wait. Tell me. Tell me, please. <laughs> I, honestly, I have as, no idea. As um, long as you have five on the bottom, I think you're okay. <laughs> just say okay, five sucks. Can you just tell me how many there are? How many are there? Five. There, there's six. There's six of the original, and then, okay. and then three creeds. Three creeds. Just name the the five though. So like, okay. If, 
So one, two, three, four, and five. Is that one good? No, you'd say one, two, three, four, Balboa, and five. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> but I did love Balboa because he had like a struggling relationship with his son too. They couldn't connect. Yeah. Is like, yeah. And then he has one of the best pep talks in history in Balboa. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's not about how hard you hit. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. It's how hard, hard you can, you can get, get hit, hit and keep moving <laughs> forward. That's how winning is done. <laughs> Which is true, though. But that's like you look back at all the Rockies and that's like how he did it. A lot of times he'd just start letting them like pound him. You know, and I, let them get tired, and then he'd go in and and you know beat the stuffings out of them, and it really was like, how hard can he get hit, and then just keep getting yeah. back up. And that was always uncomfortable with Rocky too. Like he got sorry, he got his butt kicked every single one, and it would make you uncomfortable, and you would hate it, and you're like, come on, Rock, come on, and then he'd yeah. have these little bursts of pop, 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 and then oh, it was just amazing. I love it. <laughs> I had to give one the edge over four, Jerry, just because the penguins in a training Rocky. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> oh, who's the one that did that? Was that Manny who did that impression of yes, penguins? That was Manny. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <laughs> yeah. that was the most embarrassing thing I've ever heard in my life. Except Ashley uh, talking to Tom on your podcast, <laughs> saying how amazing he was. <laughs> you're amazing i love you he's like wow thanks <laughs> moving <Okay>. on <laughs> Jeez, jerry so much for getting this one done in an hour i know i know That's, it's all right it's we're, as long as we're having fun yeah um, i'm awake now <laughs> but like like rocky I mean, he would take punishment and you could see all that reflect in his personal life, too, which I always thought was really cool. You know, so as things were looking down for him, he kind of would either go turn more towards Adrian or he would kind of separate himself more. Yeah, I mean, it's just there it was always something that was in correlation to how his career was going. And yeah. I kind of like and how I think that's Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think that's what makes this spe franchise so special and enduring to a lot of people, because uh, to your point, CJ's point, Rocky took the hit, and it was almost uncomfortable to watch at times, both yeah. in the ring and in his personal life, and I think people can relate to that, and it made him feel more real to people, yeah. so they connected with him more. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. But listen, who doesn't, you know, everybody feels like an underdog at one point in their life, so come mm -hmm. on. You know what I mean? Like, we've all been there. I've been in sports where we were not supposed to win and sometimes we didn't, but sometimes we did, man, it felt good. It so felt when amazing you could, when you did. Yeah. yeah. And when you could, when you can watch that through a movie, but even like Rocky growing up, there was times 
we were the underdog in sports and I would think of those songs or I'd think of Rocky and I'd be like, come on, man, just get some kind. I would think of the Baywatch theme song, man, <laughs> to get me going. Well, that was for like, something else completely. Yeah. <laughs> I've said it many times on many podcasts. CJ lost his virginity to CJ on a Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, you can edit that out or keep it in here. People will laugh. So. Uh, but yeah, everyone's been the underdog, CJ. Just like on this podcast, Ashley feels like the underdog talking to this franchise. <laughs> I, know, I, know. <laughs> I could see Definitely, the regret in her yeah. eyes. I know. She's like, why did I hop but on here? Can I, can I be honest, though? I thought this was the Berenstein Bears one, so I was for sure game because like, I know the Berenstein Bears. And then you said, this is Rocky, and I was like... Oh God, what have I done? <laughs> <laughs> no worries. <laughs> I'm just here for it though. I'm here for yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. So Rocky Four is the besides the first one, it's the Christmas Rocky. Um because the big rematch between Rocky and, and Drago or the US and Russia, I should say, uh happens on Christmas Day. And I actually like that it cuts back to his son watching. You can see the trees all nice and decorated, and he's got his his 80s sweater on, you know, like we did back in the day when it was Christmas. And, uh, <laughs> I mean, it just, I i really liked that part. I just got a lot out of that. It was like, it felt so nostalgic. You know, you're watching something, some yeah. kind of special or something on Christmas day. And we get to hear the, the, um, oh my God, what's, why is it? The the chipmunks. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And that was, that was great. <laughs> like, ah. Oh. I love anything Christmas. If it has Christmas in it, fine. But Die Hard is still not a Christmas movie, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> this is more of a Christmas movie than Die Hard. The fight I, happens on Christmas Day. By the way, oh, we'll get into that while, when we're in there. I'm going to tell you where it was filmed, but Jerry probably knows too. <laughs> yeah, well, I think part of it was filmed in Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, and, but I was actually surprised. I always thought, okay, they were in uh, Canada for all the outside scenes. They weren't. They were in Wyoming. Wyoming, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the mountainous part. That's what well, you're telling out. me Rocky wasn't actually in Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> well a little too expensive. <laughs> well, probably also a little too dangerous to shoot there for real in the 80s. During oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is true. This is like this is like the height of the Cold War. But then right afterwards, it, everything kind of started to de-escalate. And, you know, they they tore the wall down. And I was about to say, it's, it's right after this movie came out. This Rocky-inspired, tear down this wall. <laughs> I'm telling you, Rocky ended the Cold War. <laughs> but you're right, CJ. This movie is like almost a third of it is montage. Yeah, and it's amazing. And the, the one thing I do like about Rocky is that they always do, they always start the movie off with the ending fight of like the previous film. So it's, it's almost mm. like previously on Rocky, you know, and, <laughs> yes, yes. And so we get like the, the clubber Lang, you know, bit and, uh, and I love Mr. T and he does a fantastic job as clubber Lang, you know, and you, <laughs> and you really wanted Rocky to like, just beat the heck out of him. And he does at the end, you know, so, so watching that again, like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. He's a, he's a champ again. You know, <laughs> you got to get back into it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, then like as CJ, uh, we, as we were talking off, uh, you know, before we started recording, like you right away, like 10 minutes in, you know, 10, 15 minutes in. And all of a sudden, like it's Apollo versus, you know, Drago. Yeah, it's it's action, action, action. Yeah. Pretty much like the whole thing. Like 
it's very good. Did y'all? Did any of y'all see the uh, 2021 director's cut version of it? No. No. Okay. So, so, so what's so different about it? Well, there's a few things. Um, <laughs> so all the scenes of Drago's wife where she like is speaking to the press and stuff, a lot of that was cut, uh, which kind of makes me laugh because that was Sylvester Stallone's wife. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they got divorced. They were only married for like a year and a half. And uh, so... Now, knowing that a lot of that got cut makes me just kind of chuckle a little bit. Like, oof, yeah, that have been that good. <laughs> Pettiness is still real. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there's a few things. So, like, there's a part where uh, Rocky's talking with like the boxing board and how they're like, we can't sanction a fight. You know, like a man was killed in the ring. We're not gonna. This isn't can't be official in any way. You know. Yeah. We so there's like that montage. There's a uh, some other training stuff and. um some of the actual fighting there's like different cuts at the end the uh, the gorbachev like you know premier the leader he doesn't stand up and clap he just like gets up and walks away mm-hmm. so it, there's a few things here and there but i'm gonna seek it out yeah you can find all the the different scenes so originally this the cut of the movie was actually an hour longer and he cut it oh. down to 91 minutes in this director's cut, it's only 93 minutes, so he didn't restore a lot. He actually like just swapped things around and used different takes and edited a few bits here and there. But yeah, oh, so well, oh, go hey, ahead. Sorry, in these no, days, they would have kept that extra hour. I like I would Rocky Four. Me too, because I remember. I don't know why. I always thought it was about a, probably an hour and 50 minutes, mm-hmm. and then I looked at it, it was an hour and 31 minutes. I'm like, oh my god! I, I always thought it was a bit longer, but the montages make it go by real quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I was about to say the montages are kind of what makes it feel longer than it is because there's maybe one too many montages. <laughs> no, there's not. It's perfect, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of these days, I want to see a Rocky movie that's only montage. Me, I want to see all the montages together looped 24 seven. And the movie will open up with a montage of all the previous Rocky movies. All yeah. these he's doing like sit-ups from the top of a barn and he's just like, and I love the one part where he comes in with the combo and then Paulie's like just like <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of good stuff. Um, yeah. But so the big bad in this one. So for the first one, of course, it was Apollo Creed. He was, you know, the the champ that was looking to, like you said, it was kind of a gimmick. Just, just make someone is a show fight, basically. In the second movie, it was Apollo, but for real this time, where he actually was really training. He was trying to to show everybody that he could really beat this guy. And uh, you know, like you said, pride. The third one was Clubber Lang, was Mister T, and just this brutal, you know, vicious kind of braggadocio. But this fourth one is Ivan Drago, and he. Is this Russian like peak? Oh, yeah, sure. Pronounce his name properly. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot easier. Rolling R's is a lot easier than than some of the French stuff. I just can't do it. But, but so, you know, Drago is like this, just like beast of a man. He's like this warrior, this really, and he wanted to play it. uh, Dolph Lundgren wanted to play it much more stoic on purpose because Apollo was so boisterous and because uh, uh, Mr. T was just really, you know, just out there. I mean, so he Drago is like different. your typical, yeah, he's different from the franchise, but your typical right. 80s villain. He, he very much reminds me of the um, 
terrorist to die hard, the big blonde one from Germany that John McClane's fighting in the tower. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> never watched Die Hard ever. So uh but yeah it he wanted to play a different and he's really almost more menacing just because of his silence, you know? So he's not all just bragging. He's not in your face. He's just kind of like, I must break you. You know, I mean, just, <laughs> I mean, he's got some great lines too. Oh, 100%. <laughs> if he dies, if he dies. Are we started talking about the movie yet. Are we breaking into it or no? Am I? Yeah. 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 Go for it. Yeah. I love the part when it's uh, him and um, Apollo Creed at the press conference. <laughs> And then Apollo Creed just starts going off. And then at the end, he's like, how'd I do? He's like, oh, it was a little flat. No, a little loud for me or whatever like that. Because that's how <laughs> boxing, that's how boxing is all the time. You have the yeah. press conferences and it's all just showboating. Yeah. And you know, they just go back there and they're like, how was it? It's not all, it's sometimes it's real. <laughs> well, what is he? I mean, he even says something because he's, he's trying to talk and taunt him. And of course, Drago's not doing anything. He's just kind of. Yeah, Air, you know, drinking his water. Oh, he says something like, "I he think say something." Cat, yeah. Something like, "Cat got his tongue, or he left." Yeah, his, he, he, he said, left I guess in... his his tongue didn't pass customs or something. Yeah, like yeah, that. That was good. <laughs> it was good. Yeah, yeah. No, basically, that was a good line. basically, Drago. They they brought Drago over to kind of show him off as like, "Hey, he, this is peak Russian athleticism. Like, you guys, you can't compete with us. We're we're the we dominate in the Olympics." We will dominate here. You know. They were showing him off as basically peak of human physicality. Like, right. like you said, America can't compete. Canada, nobody can compete because Russia is the best. Right, right. <laughs> and so Apollo takes it that, personal. Hold on. That's the <laughs> It's American like that, that meme with uh, Michael Jordan. And I took it personally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took that personally. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh, that's Apollo. Uh, and part of the, I know he, he like goes to talk to Rocky and actually tries to you know, convince him, Hey, what do you think? You know, are you going to do it? If you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. I got to do it. You know, somebody has got to stop it. Cause you know, this, like we said, cold war, it's a U.S. versus Russia. It was like this big thing. So Apollo's like, I'm going to do it. So they promote this, the heck out of this fight. And we get James Brown. <laughs> <laughs> Hoped up. No doubt. Oh, totally. It was, the, yeah, you know, it was the eighties. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. I loved it. Living in America. But here's the here I mean, is the crazy showgirls, showgirls. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine having an intro like that coming uh, down from the sky, saying, "I want you." He's singing just to get killed. Like that is the freaking biggest yeah. fail I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, not you good. talk all that smack, and this guy kills you in front of your wife. God, you can't come back from that literally because he's dead but you don't come back from that. <laughs> no, I know. And oh, man, I remember like being freaked out when I saw that as a kid. what because this came yeah, out i was, I was five years sure. old and i drago you see him and he's like his punches are it's what like 1500 
foot pounds of force or something like that. It was something ridiculous. 20, 2100, no, 2150 pounds of pressure. They said on the machine. I think. That yeah. Was yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. The, his, yeah. like his, he was know. the peak human specimen. That's what he was. And the montages, <laughs> the montages prove that. Cause all oh, we'll get to that. Cause when, him and Rocky, when they have the montages, it's, rocky going old school brute force and then he's in the lab like a freaking machine and then right at the end they show the needle and then all the steroids come out of it and they put it in his arm it's like (laughs) so funny i love it (laughs) it's just it's a syringe and it's like popping out the top it's just and then i remember when i first watched it because they normally put steroids in your behind right but it was a shoulder but they were doing a close-up i'm like are they really putting steroids in drago's <laughs> ass right now <laughs> sorry I, I jumped ahead there no no that's okay okay but that fight though is like so crazy Real. and yeah yeah I mean, he's just like pounding it was the do- heck out of apollo it was domination <laughs> And Duke begging Rocky to throw in the towel. Yeah, even yeah. Duke is doing, and and of course Apollo's wife too. She's like yelling, you know, like like throw it in. Yeah, which it does make Rocky, Rocky see. wants to. He's like he's got it. He's like trying to do it, but, it, but Apollo's like, don't you throw in that towel? Don't you dare do it. Yeah. Oh man. Which, and then yeah. So he dies, which is heartbreaking because Rocky like is holding his hey, holding him in his arms. Hey, if oh, he dies, when he, he dies. hits that mat, <laughs> when he hits that mat, and he has that twitch. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> shivers down my spine. Yeah, you knew you knew it was over, and yeah. they have that wonderful shot of like Apollo in his arms and Rocky looking up, all yeah. like upset. Like you, he knew right then and there what he had to do. And Drago's just like, I came to fight a champion and I beat the champion. Or, you yeah. know, maybe if one day does, I'll fight a real he champion. Does. <laughs> I love how they're like trying to rescue his life and someone's interviewing him in the ring. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, this, come on, this guy's dead yeah. here. Or Apollo Creed's dying. dead, but tell us how you feel. Well, it just so happens that your friend here is only mostly dead. There's a big difference between mostly dead and all dead. i did like at the beginning of the fight when um i guess drago's wife goes up to apollo creed's wife and she's like i hope we can be friends after this and knowing what we know now yeah a few (laughs) moments later (laughs) yeah so there's a big funeral rocky breaks down at the funeral in the it's a little bit different in the in, in the director's cut as well because I watched that and he he like breaks down and you can tell it's all improv what he's saying you know like he was my friend I loved him he believed in me when no one else believed in me you know stuff like that and and then he he and Adrian have a long talk about how it's his fault because he didn't throw in the towel and you're just like oof yeah man. It, w- it was his fault <laughs> I mean it was his fault yeah, yeah it really was <laughs> I'm gonna say it right now Adrian not a great wife. I'm just gonna say <laughs> all she ever does is second guessing, but I guess it comes from anger. Um, because or like she's scared too, right? She's she scared to lose him. him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at, she it almost seemed like she was kind of maybe not a physically abused, but maybe emotionally abused her whole life. Oh, you know? probably by her and, dad and by and by Polly Polly acts yeah. he did it too. Because don't you remember? Was it Thanksgiving in part one or whatever when he yeah. has that tantrum and yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's always been kind of shy. So yeah, she is afraid to lose Rock. I guess she's not a terrible wife, but she is a terrible actress. Talia <laughs> <laughs> Shire. Yeah, go 
and and going back to Godfather as well. Like, come on. I actually like the fact that Apollo's death actually worsens tensions between in the Cold War. Yeah, almost because <laughs> when Rocky challenges Drago to a fight, they have it in the Soviet Union. In the Soviet Union, yeah. Yeah. Drago's and safety the... because they're afraid of U.S. violence against this guy because of yeah. what he did to Apollo. Oh yeah, yeah. His wife was say uh, uh, Ludmilla is her name. She's saying, you know, we've been getting death threats. You know, mm. we don't. I I fear for my husband's life. <laughs> Part of me I was think... like. If someone had a gun, yes. But like, if someone tried to just beat him up, he'd totally destroy them yeah. as well. You know? it, it made me think of that meme where you see Jason Momoa with his bodyguards, and Jason Momoa looks like he should be protecting the other two. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Listen, in my history, it's the quiet ones that should be the scariest to you. That's what I've always learned about people. Size doesn't mean anything. I've gotten... Like, All I have I'm, to say to that is, Hit it! Hit it! <laughs> did you show him that picture? I did show him okay, that, yeah, that yeah. <laughs> No, but all I'm saying is I've been armbarred and submitted by like five nine little jacked up little white dudes. It doesn't mean anything by how they look. So, yeah, yeah, Jason Momoa might have some good security. They might be unsuspecting, or they could just be packing weapons. It is America. <laughs> <laughs> which let's face it that does a lot of damage as well yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, so rocky challenges him he agrees to their terms it's going to be on christmas day and it's going to be in russia and so they you know adrian's like i i can't let you can't go i mean he's going to kill you too which like you said i mean not very supportive but i i get it i get it yeah yeah she's just scared of losing her husband as well <laughs> But Rocky's like, I got to do this. I mean, I got to do it for Apollo. I got to do it for me. Uh, I kind of got to do it for the U.S. <laughs> and so, yeah. And then we get one of our first montages. Well, <laughs> no, it's maybe the second. No, is this when he's in his car and there's no easy way out? No easy way out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. How many times I put that on in my car, but it's such know, a I good, can't go. It's a I can't go song. as fast as he did. But. Robert Tepper. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Robert Tepper wishing you a mad, mad happy new year. So it's be he wrote the song for the movie and then they recorded his album and he had Angel of the City on that album, which Stallone used in the uh, Christmas movie Cobra the next year. So <laughs> trash. <laughs> and, uh, Cobra was kind of the uh, okay. Cobra is what Beverly Hills Cop would have been if Stallone had been in it as he was going to be. But the budget just became too expensive and so they he they backed out. But hey hey uh you heard what 80s film they're thinking of doing one of these legacy sequels now, right? No, which one? Lethal Weapon. Oh really? really? With the oh, two yeah, of them yeah. so, so yeah. I know that Richard Donner actually had a plot called a uh, Lethal Finale and it was going to be Lethal Weapon five basically and they had planned and they were already started getting the ideas and things thrown out and then he passed away so i don't know how they went with that but rocky ends up going to <laughs> what, what a hard seg there uh but rocky ends up going to russia and <laughs> training and he's like well where's my sparring partner where's you know where's all the stuff they're like hey we only provided you what we said we were going to provide you which is yeah. like a place to stay 
basically. <laughs> and Polly's freaking out. He's like, there's not even any antennas. I know. <laughs> which is not, this is like subhuman living. Which the Rose Bowl, he complains about the Rose Bowl, which wouldn't have even been on until like New Year's. So he still had a week. Like, yeah. Calm down, Polly. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Like, what a, he just hated it there. Polly yeah. just loves television. Yeah. He's one of those old people that calls TV shows his programs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Wasn't that funny, guys? Jeez, no, it was. <laughs> it really was. I'm watching my program. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I know the film also got a lot of uh, attention because all that the equipment and stuff that Drago was using to train was like really cutting edge high tech equipment that started being incorporated into training um, regiments a lot later on. So it was kind of ahead of its time in that way. But Rocky, he carries logs up mountains and he tries to outrun this, a, a car. That's <laughs> well, this whole montage was going. my favorite. Like just uh, training in the snowy uh siberian wilderness like I, right. there, there was something about it well and again Adrian's, he's the underdog status now right because, right yeah well and it kind of mirrors again like in uh rocky 2 where he doesn't really have a lot i mean he's chasing chickens you know yeah. well, and apollo's there in like the gym doing all the doing all the stuff it's wasn't it's, there a rocky video game where you had to chase a chicken in the video game i have this weird <laughs> i have be. this weird vision of it I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. I don't remember that off the top of my head, but I would. I'm gonna look it. it up after just to see. If, <laughs> I just always remember, like, could it be that hard? And then you kind of get around them. You're like, yeah, I think it could be that. Hard. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Adrian shows up. She ends up having a, a change of heart. She's gonna support her husband. She shows up there. We get him still training where he like lifts up the whole wagon, holding all three, <laughs> which I liked. Yeah, and then yeah, we get to. The fight. Bum, bum, bum. And this is where like the good stuff happens. Oh yeah. This I feel like the movie happens. It it happens so fast. It came so quick. The right? main event. Yeah. yeah. It's the yeah. montages, man. I'm telling you, they're too good. <laughs> well, like you look at the first Rocky and it's a lot slower. There's a lot more of him like just talking with people. They're walking down the street and he's talking. I mean, there's there's not really a whole it's lot character of character building. You're you're it really getting... is. Yeah. You're getting to know Rocky and then you're getting to know Adrian on the side. You're getting to know Polly as well. Mm-hmm. Polly wants that to help. before you can have Rocky yeah. for. That's why I can't stand when people are like, oh, I didn't like this episode of something. It's like without character building, you can't care about the characters when something happens to them. So you True. have to sit through these character building episodes. Sometimes they're not fun, but it's needed. And Rocky one did a really good job of character development. And it also did Mm -hmm. a good job of making you care about them, but keeping it very interesting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There's a fine line. No, I agree. I agree. And so that's why we're able to kind of just get to this fight, which I mean, Drago, he's dominating the whole time until the very end. Like Rocky does, you know, he, he has that, uh, what is it? The eye of the tiger, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Did it weird anybody else out that they reused the song again? I have the tiger. From... <laughs> I was like, what? Again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but so like, it's a classic. It is a classic. I mean. It was so nice. They had to use it twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like, so he starts to fight back and then it's really just kind of like a slug fest. There's it's no a... more skill. It's just 
punch as hard as you can, punch as hard as you can. Then the next guy does it. And then, okay. Well, what back, I, really, you know? <laughs> I really liked in the first Creed movie, you could tell Rocky trained Creed because he's taking the hits. And then that first hit he gets in, it's the same Boom. eye, yeah. the same cut over the eye. And that's the start of the turning point. And I, yeah. I like little details like that. That's like, okay, Rocky did train this guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, little, and, little I mean, callbacks. It's, it's the same thing. Like when he fought Clubber Lang, you know, and uh, in the rematch and Apollo had trained him then and, you know, Clubber was, was beaten up on him and Apollo's like, what are you doing? He's like, I know what I'm doing. He's like, come on, fight back. He's like, no, no, no. I know what I'm doing. He's getting tired. He's getting tired. And you can see it, you know, Mr. T's just, you know, kind of yeah. panting really hard. Well, it's, it's kind of the same thing. Drago's really just pounding the stuffings out of him, he even knocks him down a few times. But Rocky the Homer Simpson back. method. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, that's right. Okay, Homer, he's tired. He's tired. Now's your chance. Nudge him. Nudge him. Hands there and Doesn't he like try to until he pushes him over? Doesn't Mo like uh hold up a one of his gloves and Homer yeah. tries to punch it and can't even kill the fly that landed yeah. on it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah, it is good stuff. But you're right. It's exactly the same thing. And then Rocky just, boom, one out of nowhere. And he has now, he, Drago has like a big gash on his eye. It's the turning point. Well, not really the turning point, but it shows that it's the, the start. machine can be hurt. It's kind of the, you know what I mean? Which then Duke even tells him. Duke's like, look, you hurt him. He's just a man. He's not a machine. Yep. And then no pain, no pain, no pain. Some of my favorite moments of the movie <laughs> happen during the fight. Obviously, it's the climax of the movie, but I love the slow turning of the crowd to Rocky's side here. Oh yeah, and then I and then I love when the Russian leadership or whatever is berating Trago, and Trago throws him out of the ring. I fight only for me. Yeah. <laughs> I fight to win, but for me, and he just lifts him in the air like no problem. Yeah, yeah. I remember as a kid, I'm like, he's so strong, but obviously it's trickery. But I was, I was always so flabbergasted by it. He oh, lifts yeah. him up with one arm, and I'm just well. Like, I mean, apparently oh, he was pretty strong because he actually they hit, were both in real life. Up. In well, yeah, but like in real life, because Sylvester Stallone wanted the hits to look real, and so they actually were hitting each other. And I guess he took like three hits to the chest. And it actually caused him to like his blood pressure to rise because his heart like hit his rib cage. And so he had to be rushed to the hospital and they like closed the whole production for like four days. It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's crazy. That's, you know, that's I feel like that's I've heard that story. I don't believe it. The way he lifted him, though, freaking like Darth Vader lifting the Emperor to throw him down the shaft. I, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, and I mean, you hear um, uh, Drago, the the actor's name, Lundgren, Dolph Lundgren. You hear Dolph, Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. Yeah, he says that he remembers the whole production being shut down, but he didn't think it was because of him. But, uh, like I, I like, like I Dolph Lundgren. That, but yeah, I, I like him. I, I see he does like a few things now, but <laughs> he's pretty fun to follow on Instagram. If anybody wants to follow him, he does. He still does a lot of stuff. He's still in great shape. The guy is a machine, mm -hmm. literally. Mm -hmm. But yep. anyway, and he's uh, he's got like a PhD in mathematics. He's like, is he really? Yeah, he's ridiculously smart. Man, I need to hire him as a tutor for my kids. <laughs>
I think that'd be pretty expensive. <laughs> but, but yeah, he was an Aquaman. Uh, he was an Arrow. Um, oh yeah, he was Mirror's dad in Aquaman, wasn't he? He was, yeah, King yeah. Nereus. Yeah, dude's just a beast. He was He Man, of course, a couple of years after this. He was in all the Expendables. He was in the Expendables. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love those movies. Oh, I do too. Yeah, oh, they're dumb fun. Yeah, they're just they're yeah. not. It's <laughs> not supposed <laughs> to be amazing. Dumb. I was about to say to use to use Cherry's line. It knew what it was, and it just went for it. Hey, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. It didn't try to be more. It was like this is this just is what like, we do. So just like, like Island Knight, just like action. Cocaine Bear, like they know what they are, and that's yeah. why they're great. <laughs> that's why they're great. Exactly. But uh, so Rocky, st- he comes back. He starts, you know, beating the heck out of uh, Dolph Lundgren. Tell you how this place is ready to explode. Lethal punch after punch, amazing willpower. Neither man backing off, and Rocky Balboa's determination is actually beginning to win over what was once a hostile crowd. This is incredible. And he knocks him down, and he eventually just doesn't get back up. And he gives a nice speech about, hey, if just two guys killing each other. In the ring, I guess that's better than twenty million. And you know, if I can change, you know, y'all change. You can change. You we can, can change all change. Maybe everyone can change. <laughs> and then uh, the the Russian premiere, which is supposed to be kind of like uh, Gorbachev. I mean, that actor later went on to play Gorbachev in the Naked Gun movie. But anyway, he gets up and he just like starts clapping, and then they <laughs> and uh, that would never happen. Hey, but it ends on a Christmas note because it ends with Rocky wishing his son a he Merry does, Christmas yep. on he, TV. He's like, and to my kid who should be asleep, Merry Christmas, kid. I love you. You know, it's just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> More of movie. a Christmas movie than Die Hard. <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it true that Rocky's son is autistic? Sorry, maybe not Rocky. Maybe Sylvester Stallone's kid. Oh, that autistic? I don't know. I, it could be. I have- it's possible. Yeah, I think she, I think she's just looking up facts right now. She's trying to do her best. <laughs> I am. And it said that he he like slid in the robot part for his son. Oh, that's possible. We didn't talk about the robot. We didn't what talk about yeah, Polly gets gets Thank a, you. a robot for the, for his birthday, right? This was such an elaborate uh robot for the 80s. It was way too it knew too much. Like it was way too advanced. It <laughs> shall we play a game? It was telling Polly like pack things in the trunk and what did he say? I'm gonna get a thing for her when I come back or something. What did he say? What was the oh, line he yeah, used before yeah, he's yeah. gonna get in the I, cab? Um, I don't remember. Yeah. I know they cut him out of the director's cut. Really? Yeah. Yeah <laughs> it was weird. I remember as a kid I wanted one though. It just seemed like the coolest Heck yeah. thing. Who who didn't? It was like awesome. This this weird, awkward robot that could just do all sorts of cool things. Apparently. Yeah, a lot of cool things. And their relationship kind of seemed inappropriate. I think Polly took advantage of it. <laughs> I'm just saying, it seemed odd. Like she seemed oddly connected to him. So I think he programmed her to do some pretty crazy some shit. Shady stuff. <laughs> yeah. Some shady stuff. <laughs> there are compartments you do not know about in this robot. That's in the director's cut. <laughs> that's that's a whole different director's cut. There. Yeah, that's the that's the after nine version. <laughs> the, <laughs> that oh, one had man. to go on the scrambled television. Anyway, Paul Verhoeven <laughs> version. Wait, Jer- Jerry, can I do it? Yeah. Oh man, 
Oh man. <laughs> was that mine? Yeah. That was, no, that was, no, no, it's super like, inappropriate. It's more like you, a, oh man. Or there's like a little conversation. You, gotta, oh, you didn't man. quite sell it. You got to oh man. No, no, it's more of the oh, oh man. man. <laughs> oh man. That's it's a little, cut it it's a little out. longer. That's, it's a, it's a little longer than you guys are making it. That's your Joey Gladstone <laughs> cut it out. Your yours is like, oh man, you're like it. whoa. Oh. That's like your whoa. That's my Joey Lawrence. <laughs> whoa, whoa. Don't be ridiculous. Oh man, see. Oh man, <laughs> you gotta. It's gotta be a little longer. Uh, yeah, but anyway. I'll get it. I'll get it one day. But it does make me wonder, what would you guys say is your uh, hap, hap, happiest memory or moment with uh, Rocky Four in particular or Rocky franchise in general? Watching these movies for the first time with my dad. Like, mm. that's great father-son bonding time. Yeah. Honestly, Anthony, go to hell, man. Like, that was what I was going to say. So I'm still going <laughs> to say it. It's okay. It was watching it. <laughs> it was watching it with my step pops and experiencing rocky for the first time was um pretty special mm-hmm. and every time i watch it i still think of him and it's still special right on well since <laughs> since i loved my brothers and they actually hated me ever since a very young age i used any opportunity i could to like sit with them so i'm gonna say that i definitely milked rocky to be able to sit and hang out with my brothers so i guess that's my best memory and also like who doesn't love the triumphant him winning like i guess the match of the very first uh rocky it's pretty awesome well said (laughs) thank you thank you i mean he wins you know in spirit (laughs) because really all he does in the first one is go the distance he he doesn't actually win but, but well, I know what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, when he like runs up the stairs, that's that's the best moment, actually. Because I definitely that know is, that happened. Yeah, that's a, yeah, <laughs> I that's a definitely one. know that happened. <laughs> <laughs> that did happen, yes. <laughs> good try though. You get an eight for effort. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean it's, it's the same for me. It's like watching it on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon with you know, my, my brothers and my dad, I mean, it's, it's like good bonding. I like, I think the only time we bonded more was when we watched field of dreams, but you know, that's like, that's, that's like the father son movie, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) It's um, like the cats in the cradle. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) You watch field of dreams and sit back listening to that song. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Um, but now we come to my favorite part of the show, which is a little segment I like to call gag me with the spoon. So this is where we do our best impression of our least favorite part of the uh, movie, which is really hard because the movie's awesome, but yeah, you know, just the part that you don't like as much as other parts <laughs> is what I found in some of these as a guest. So I'll let you go first, just kind of set up the scene for us. I honestly can't think of a bad part so i'm gonna go last would uh, <laughs> ashley why why me why me <laughs> can somebody else go first anthony, anthony can go first 
to beat me, he will have to kill me. <laughs> That's the worst part of the movie. <laughs> There's no bad part of the movie. There's I no never do. Part, yeah. I never do worst parts because there really isn't. Well, it's... I can do an impression of my um, least favorite part in the movie. Are you ready? Yeah. <laughs> That's Apollo Creed hitting the ground. <laughs> Hopefully that's not too loud. You might have to lower it, Jerry. <laughs> did, you, did you guys hear the thump there? Not really. I did hear it. I heard I, it. Did you? Okay. It sounded like something was uh, stuck on the floor and you pulled it off. That's what so I heard. It sounded like a suction cup. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Then you could just edit in like a thump. I'll put in a thump sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'll leave in that I'm going to put that in. <laughs> yeah, sound, sounds good. A little underwhelming. All right. Ashley? Ashley? Um, She's trying um, to Google sad know, poor, parts. Rocky wait, poor. I know. Poor. <laughs> Poor Ashley. <laughs> um, do, she do also the, was like a last minute oh, replacement, so it's okay. Do the Russian lady who says he eats his spinach like your Popeye. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, the one I'm okay. going to do. <laughs> okay, I have one. It says from, it's uh, the Drago guy. He says, I Drago. win for me. For me. Short <laughs> and simple. Try, try saying this it a little more great. Russian. <laughs> um, Putin. I know you, you no. have the blonde hair. God dang. <laughs> I was going to say, that's why I chose him because he has to win the same for me. me. <laughs> I, all, all I know is when you win your first ride next year, actually, your speech should just be, I win for me. For me. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> oh man um <laughs> see it's a little bit longer oh man anyway um <laughs> yeah so i i did pick that uh, ludmilla <laughs> interview <laughs> where they ask if drago's been using steroids or anything she, and she says like your papa he ate his spinach every day <laughs> <laughs> after showing him taking steroids <laughs> Uh, but you know, I do gotta ask. Uh, GI Joe taught us that uh, knowing is half the battle. What do you think the other half is? I would say the other half is not maintaining an inappropriate relationship with a robot, Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> I would say no one, no one to throw in the towel. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. You need to make a ratty award for that. <laughs> oh, there is one. <laughs> I need it. I need to just take that clip and every time yeah. someone says something awkward, just put that in. No one to throw in the towel. Yeah, throw, no one to throw in the towel. <laughs> when Ashley's trying to look up quotes for the movie, just throw in the towel. Throw in the damn towel. I'm not throwing in a towel. I don't give up. Uh, what do you think the other half of the battle is, Ashley? Um, knowing knowing uh the rocky franchise in general don't know anything. smart yeah <laughs> those are all knowing, knowing what you're covering before agreeing to hop on to hop on last minute it was last minute yeah yeah <laughs> oh man um so yeah those are all better than mine i said if knowing's half the battle the other half is wrapping yourself in an american flag after you win at sports 
<laughs> except yes. except in the winter olympics you jabronis well actually you guys are beating Amer- uh, canada in olympic sports now in the winter i think really i think you mm. did this past year didn't we I? did indeed i do not let my wife live it down when we do <laughs> that's fine you guys are all on steroids everybody's on steroids <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, it's been uh, so much fun talking about Rocky with you and Rocky Four. But uh, you know, what do you want to plug? Like, tell me about your shows or anything you got coming up. I'll plug my podcast. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Xmas Sessions Pod. Maybe anyway, just look up uh, Christmas Sessions. Um, normally I'm December exclusive, but I will be back around in June or July for a couple episodes. Um, that's it, right? Is that it? Yeah. And I always plug somebody else too when I'm on. Uh, if you want to hear a really good podcast, listen to Tim Babs. Can't wait for Christmas. It's always great. Mm-hmm. And it's usually out on the 25th of every month. Right on. Ashley? Um, well, I have a March episode coming out with these two goofs with <laughs> joining me. <laughs> what? Um, and Kim as well. Can't forget Kim. Uh, oh, nice. and that should come out hopefully tomorrow night actually and uh yep yeah, it was an awesome episode at- you heard it a couple of weeks ago <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> good well, stuff uh <laughs> you can you can find me on instagram at uh the magic of the season podcast and uh yeah that's it right on she remembers her instagram <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Tis the Podcast with my co-hosts Tom and Julia every Monday. Cover a different Christmas movie or TV special or TV episode. Uh, go to All right, let me plug it for you. Hold on. You can find it, Tis the Podcast every Monday, new episode where Julia and Anthony try to put up with Tom, but it's wearing thin on them. Uh, it's a very good show. It's been out for about four years, right? Over five. Over five years, give or take. Who really cares? It's a great podcast. And if you really want to look up something cool, Anthony wrote a book. I don't know what you would look up, but he can tell you. It's fantastic. It's a story about Christmas and love and politics. It's all of Anthony's favorite things. (laughs) And you can find Jerry and CJ here reading chapters of that book in the podcast feed. It's called Another Christmas Story. Just scroll all the way down. It's season zero in our podcast, so you can find all the chapters together. I did the best voices during the entire thing. I was cursing him while recording it and said I would never do it again. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you heard the outtakes from that, I probably damned you to the depths of hell at least six times. <laughs> and, he, and he gave me, like, the hardest chapter to read. <laughs> you, had, you had one of the climactic chapters. I know, like, like every time I'd, I'd read a couple of lines, like start choking up, yeah. like, okay, keep going, keep going. You can hear my voice break. As, as several times. You actually got sad. Yeah. You don't have to lie, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it actually was good. I enjoyed it. I started listening to it and then I stopped and then I just listened to it after it was all done. It was easier that way. Cause like yeah. I keep, I kept forgetting what was happening. Because it was like three stories in one. Yeah. It was like Love Actually, the different storylines that combine at the mm-hmm. end. Yeah, it you was. did a, like a book or? Yeah, it's a book it, book. But it it's... was a book. Oh, I, I wrote it and then I was like, it's a Christmas theme. So I was like, hey, I'll release a chapter a week as bonus episodes on the podcast. 
and I oh, had uh, cool. everyone in the podcast to read network it. read each a chapter, and yeah. Aw, I like that. Okay, I'll have to go look. Awesome. She's Fair trying enough. to catch up on every podcast. I told her we all don't <laughs> listen to each other like that. <laughs> yeah. She's too she's too she's too nice. I I I have to try to, you know, fill my my place in somehow because you guys talk about stuff and I'm I'm like, okay, wait, hold on. What are you guys talking about? Then I have to scroll through the <laughs> well, the Discord and then I have to find what you guys are referencing and then I go to that person's podcast and I have to go and look and well, we have known each other for a few years, so yeah. I mean, it's okay. CJ, remember, remember that episode of The Office where Jim is in Stanford and Michael's like, I love inside jokes. Sometimes I like to be a part of one. Yeah, sometimes I like to be a part of one. <laughs> yeah, that's her right, right now. now. She's not in the inside joke. <laughs> All right, Jerry, send us off. And on that note, <laughs> I'll say thanks again, and I'll end it with during this fight, I've seen a lot of changing in the way you feel about me and in the way I feel about you. In here, there were two guys killing each other, but I guess that's better than 20 million. I guess what I'm trying to say is that if I can change and you can change, everybody can change. So check us out on our social media pages, Facebook and Instagram at Totally Rad Christmas, Twitter at Rad Christmas, Mastodon at Totally Rad Christmas at Mastodon.world. Or our Facebook group, Totally Rad Christmas Mall and Arcade, where you can make your voice known to us as well. We post anything and everything 80s or Christmas related. And if you're feeling like Rocky Avenging Apollo, leave us a review on iTunes. It helps us reach more people and spread some rad holiday cheer. Now, don't forget to check out our merch shop on tpublic.com and our super dope website, totallyradchristmas.com, courtesy of Tis the Podcast Elf, Tom Crow. Merry Christmas, kid. I love you. Later, dudes. The Soviet Union has officially entered professional boxing. This is not just an exhibition fight, but this is us against them. He would like to compete against anyone who is qualified. Drago is the most perfectly trained athlete ever. Whatever he hits, he'll be strong. He could have saved his best friend's life. I'll never forget you, Apollo. But now, the one thing he can't do is walk away. Has the fight date been set yet? December 25th. Where? It's in Russia. Are you nuts? Miss Balboa, when will you be going to Russia? I'm not going to Russia. I don't know what you're talking about. He's had one professional fight, and one man is dead. To Tabibi, he's going to have to kill me. Why can't you change your thinking? Because I'm a fighter. You can't win!